It's the 10 to 1 podcast with your host, Brad Omen, featuring Ben Conowitz and Nate Laux. And here's the podcast. Yeah, not as good as last time. Hi. You made me cough. Hi. It's a rough one. It really it takes a toll on the old vocal cords. Yeah, you have to because you have to, you gotta you have to. There, there's a wave to it. Yeah, exactly. You gotta make them like like vacillate back and forth, and they like they really just like vibrate. You know, you can feel it. None of that is appealing to listen. It's like it's like, it's like tickling your throat with your finger. You know. Oh no! I'm glad you tried though. Hey Brad. buddy, I liked it. What can I say? As always. I'm a regular Don Pardo. Hey, guys. Six episodes into this season, we're six episodes into SNL. We are not six episodes into this podcast. We're not. <laughs> Maybe one day. Maybe one day. <laughs> Three episodes in, right? Is, that, is this our this fourth? This is our fourth, the episode. fourth episode. Fourth episode the of the 10 episode. to 1 podcast. <laughs> the sixth, sixth episode, episode of, of SNL. Season. We're just bad at our jobs. Yeah, Attack of the Clones, Kieran Culkin, <laughs> Last Jedi... Yep. Okay. Ghostbusters after and, okay. and literally viral dozens of followers on this podcast now. Way to go everyone. Yeah, we did guys. It. Thanks for thanks for listening. You and your parents and your nana and my nana. And whoever's <laughs> just putting it on repeat so our 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 count goes up, you know. Thank thanks. you so much. Thanks girlfriends. Yeah. And wife. Mm-hmm. So Jonathan Majors, last week I told you I was so excited about Jonathan Majors this week. Now Jonathan um, Majors is the host. Yes, but but I was so told you at the end of the podcast, which everyone obviously listens to, I told you I was very excited about Jonathan Majors. I'm here to tell you I was kind of disappointed. Oh, I I disagree. Okay. We're doing this right now. And huh? that's the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for listening, everyone. Yeah, I was not a fan. What? Just what? Didn't, uh, and maybe it's because they it didn't give him enough to do, or that's the things what they, they, they didn't do. They the didn't thing give they him gave, they gave him more to do than stop it. Stop what? it. Nope. Nope. Sorry. Maybe they didn't give him the right things. Oh, uh, this is a bad day. This I, is okay. I knew this day. Was, I knew this day this was going to come. One works. I knew this day was going to come. Uh, you guys are off the podcast, and I'm going to go get new friends. That like said, my life. All right, so let's get into let's it. Let's do it then. Let's, let's just talk it. about why the cold man. open Ted Cruz Sesame Street skit what, sketch. What did you guys think? Uh, I thought it was pretty solid. I um, we've talked about how the political satire doesn't necessarily work and hasn't worked for a while on SNL, but I think it works very well when they mix it with like a parody of of something else. And so in this case, giving Ted Cruz his own Sesame Street on Newsmax Kids. Um, was a, a great idea, and I think I also what I appreciated about it was it wasn't necessarily lampooning one specific thing, even though it came from the idea of Ted Cruz arguing with Big Bird about getting vaccinated for uh, for kids. But they covered a lot of different topical things that happened over the week and even the preceding preceding weeks, and tied it into one thing in a very clever way. I, I liked uh, the horrifying human versions of uh, Sesame Street characters. <laughs> Um and yeah I just I, I thought it was I thought it was a solid cold open. Yeah no the uh, SNL does best politically in the cold open when it's not in my opinion it's not a press briefing and it's not a a talk show on a news yeah, cable channel it's not a talking head pundit show when they break outside of the box and throw it into like again Sesame Street or something in the real world where they have to interact with the general public or whatever I, I think that's where they find their their strength in the political stuff and and this worked it, it did. 
So, Brad, tell me, Pete Davidson as Joe Rogan, did that work for you? No, not at all. So scary. <laughs> it was so it's bad. Nightmare it was, it was It was the one thing that I didn't like in this sketch was because he's not really doing an impression. He, oh. just, he just has a bald cap on and looks kind of mentally unstable, like Joe Rogan does. <laughs> um, but it's, but yeah, he, he didn't, it was the worst part of the sketch by far. I thought so too. I, I'm like, you know, I actually like the sketch. I liked, like you, Brad, I liked the uh, take on the, you know, uh, <laughs> the uh, out and proud boys, which yeah. cracked me up. Um, the one thing I thought as well, outside of the Joe Rogan thing that didn't work, I didn't get the Britney Spears thing. Yeah, I agree. It, was, it felt shoehorned in. It felt like, you know what, this just happened. Let's, let, let's, let's do one there, quick yeah. thing in there. And like it was, it yeah, felt. Put Chloe in her Britney Spears thing and let's get her out yeah, there and be felt a completely part of the out of left field and unnecessary. Uh, yep. Agree. All in all, though, again, it was funny. The Newsmax kids thing made me laugh. Um, uh, I, I I thought it was good. Oh, yeah, Bert and Ernie, though, stole the show. Yeah, as that, far was as that was great. Chris Rad is Oscar the Slouch. <laughs> 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 that was good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but again, I thought it was well. So monologue. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was great. Did no, you like it? Monologue was was just it was fine. You know, it was a thing where I, th- I felt like they they probably knew that like they really had to like he had to introduce himself and like make himself acquainted with the audience because I'm sure there's plenty of people who didn't know who he was or anything like that. And I think that he, I think he overcompensated with his confidence by coming out and being like very loud and outspoken initially, like like really putting it out there. And you could tell that he was still nervous. And like I think that he reeled in a little bit as the monologue went on um but yeah, like, he was incredibly nervous right at the start yeah so so ben you didn't know jonathan majors much i mean obviously before what did you think of the monologue no i uh, I, I leaned over to my girlfriend and i said oh my god he's so nervous like i could tell he's super nervous and then like brad just said it, yeah eventually he started to find his way but even then really jittery really you know i thought this guy was uh was like a jim carrey actor uh, a, a jim carrey type I don't know anything about him. I thought he comes out and he's oh ah ah it was crazy. I'm like, is this who this guy is? Uh, Clearly not. I'm Bobcat. Thank you. I'm Bobcat. I star in the Loki series and the Western Heart of the Day Fall. All right. The one joke that got me is uh you know because uh, he he kept on kind of fumbling over his words, which again not judging that obviously from me, but uh, he's like I'm gonna be in the Ant Man and the Wasp sequel, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he's like as black people know, not Black Panther. Right. That joke I thought that's like, a, yeah, that's that a was solid a good joke. joke. Uh, that's good, but anyway, I thought it was okay. Yeah. Uh, I I was wanting more. Again, I set Jonathan Majors because I'm such a huge fan of his. I set him way up here. I was hoping for a home run. Uh, I think that's your mistake. I, 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 you're probably right, honestly, because I, I do that often where I'm like, oh, this, this is going to be so good. And I don't take the episode for what it is, and I, I, I want it to be... You have to live in the moment, Nate. Yeah, I know, I know. All right, so the first sketch after the monologue. March of the Suitors. Mm-hmm. What were your thoughts, Benny boy? No. <laughs> I just... I got to say, this is going to be a theme. <laughs> I, I no. Went, I just didn't like a lot of the sketches. So here's the thing with this sketch. First of all, I want to point out that it was extremely weird to me that they framed it as a History Channel show, but then the show itself ended up having like a game show element in it, like a dating show. Like, and I don't know any History Channel shows that do that, so I don't know why they just didn't lose the History Channel framework and just make it like 
pretend in a very absurd way that there was a dating show yeah. during medieval times. Shrek kind of, you know, yeah. like go with the, yeah. It absurd. would have been really easy to do that, I think. Because yeah. you just didn't need that, that extra layer. It, it gave the costume department and the set design people something to do, no, for no, sure. No, no, I don't mind the, no, the no. medieval setting. I'm saying that that's the part that was good. Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah, exactly. they gave them something new, and they did it quite well. So the costuming was inc- incredible, and like all that. But just they they did all that for that sketch. I right. was like, oh yeah, boy, there, there was something missing. I thought Cecily did a great peasant impression. She yeah, that was she, that was good. Ego was great as always. I just think Ego is really unsung. She does so I think, great stuff. But. That is that it ego or ego? It's ego. Lego. Ego no Igor. <laughs> is it ego or ego? I think it's it's ego. ego. Is it? Ego Nuotum. <laughs> okay, that's okay. If that's how you have... Is it, you know what? I think it's... Uh, no, yeah, I think it's Cecily's... Cecily Strong! Yeah, no, it's Cecily. Honestly, in my, you, you hear it in your head. Like that's, I, that's how I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Red. Yeah, All right. no, it's Red. It's pronounced Red. So we'll go with... I think Ego's very strong. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. But no, so I actually, when it got to that point in the sketch, I was like, oh, that's where this is going. And I thought that bit was going to be a much longer thing because like I would have liked that to be the yep, entire agreed. sketch actually right. of like him her having this argument with her husband who is pretending to be a prince because that was a hilarious bit and the way she was talking to him and like breaking down his lies and everything was was really good that was the meat of the sketch that yeah. they didn't treat as the meat of the exactly sketch. I wanted to see that like continue <laughs> and then all of a sudden they bought Punky Johnson in to end the sketch in the worst way. Yeah. Uh, there, there's a, the Behold the New King of England when he pulls down his pants. Right. Oh, maybe laugh too. Anyway. <laughs> Are All you right. going to do this? Are you going to be like, it was a bad sketch. Here's everything that made me laugh. Okay. And there are nine of them. I, I will say this. <laughs> I will say this. I did write everything that made me laugh in the sketch, and that one had very few things. Okay. All right. Fair so, enough. All right. The pre-tape, Please Don't Destroy, Three Sad Virgins, best thing in the episode. I'll say it. Oh, yeah. It was the best sketch of the night for sure. I'll, I'll just throw that out there right now. We're not even at that part of the podcast. Yet. I mean, they're hitting it, man. They're not missing. They aren't. They're not yet. just doing so good. Uh, and they just make me laugh every time. They're, 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 they're just they're like just seeing them now. Just physical representation of them makes me laugh now, which is a good place to be. Yeah, it was a it was a very 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 funny pre tape. Yeah, and what helps them too is just their fast paced nature of their sketches is just the the quick cuts and like not wasting any time with like hitting jokes. And this one was surprising too because it was probably the the one with like their highest production value. It wasn't just them in the the writers' offices, you know, goofing around. Like they had a full music video set, and like it, you know, it felt like a full on pre recorded sketch. I like it too because it's what Pete Davidson, I want to say, used to do, but like used to do, right? Like he used to have these big rap videos yeah. with that production design. This is Please Don't Destroy entering that world with their style of comedy being invited into Pete Davidson's world of SNL and then he's shitting on them and that that's why it works so well. Yeah, it's interesting that their entire premise, which and they basically took the premise of like their videos that have gone viral of them fucking around in their apartment and whatnot, but brought it to SNL where everyone begins as like them as themselves in SNL, yeah. figuring out what to do, like what sketch they're working on, something like that, and becomes a sketch in itself. And that's it's a very interesting meta layer. And I wonder if they're ever going to break that mold or break that formula where they won't be uh, screwing around there, at a, you know, in in the office. So the please don't destroy three sad virgins, best thing at night, anything... 
do we need to even talk about anything else for the rest of the episode? Or? <laughs> wow. Because it, it went down after that. Are we Right, right, Brad? It went down after that. I mean, it went down after that, but I don't think the episode as a whole was terrible. Okay. Would you well, say that's one, that's this one way was, to put that. Would you say this episode was better or worse than the Kim Kardashian episode? Oh, better, for sure, by far. Ben? Mm. Let's let's do that later. Let's okay. do that later. Let's keep going. All right, all right. Advertising awards. This was not a good one. This, this was, <laughs> I had this on uh, on the worst end. Hey, Benny, the, I didn't even have anything written on funny on this. Oh, I no. I didn't have anything written Would you, for funny. Would you classify this as a skit? Yeah. Oh, it was certainly a skit. It, workshop skit, I would even say. Yeah, not good. Yeah, it's this to me felt like them taking like commercial parody ideas that didn't go beyond maybe like 15 or 20 seconds and figured out how to put them into a sketch so they could still play them out. And some of like the smaller takes on that were funny, I felt. Um, but like I I think that it's yeah, it just wasn't a great sketch. I mean, but but there were funny bits inside with the fake commercials. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know, uh what's interesting about this is this was written by the same group that did the you know, Man Park. So you know they 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 were they were one for two. I liked man. Is that yeah. next? No, we're gonna get there. But I just want to say, <laughs> I don't want them to feel bad about themselves. Okay, fair enough. Because they did it. You know, they 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 were for all them for the ones that are listening out there. We don't want you to feel bad about yourselves yes, for writing a sketch. You're definitely that definitely listening. I don't want you to feel bad, but that was a terrible sketch. No oh boy. All right. So strange kid tales. God, I'm having even trouble remembering this. Okay, one. so this was a great. This, this was, was great. This I will was, yeah, say this. this. Was I like this. A really one. funny premise that worked uh, uh, very the, well. The reason this is so great though is because Keenan just gets to do the Keenan. Oh thing. wait, was this the one where the the red nope. coat? Nope. Do yeah, not it, like it. Do not like it. Yeah, it ends with yeah, the, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, I couldn't remember. Weird kids who've had supernatural yeah. experience yes. and they're like, okay. nope. Yeah, no. Kid already looks creepy and hasn't said a word. No, that was you're right. That was good. And it, and again, but it's because of Keenan. Yeah, and Keenan I thought Jonathan it. Majors was great in this sketch. He though. was, he was good. You're fine. Wow. No, I, I just Keenan carried the sketch, right? I mean, Jonathan did fine, but you could have put you could have put anyone in there to do what Jonathan was doing, because um, it was Keenan that was making me laugh the whole time. I don't know. I thought Jonathan Majors was still pretty good in the sketch, especially because like he did some physical stuff that Keenan couldn't do, like stepping over like the chair and the ca- like the couch and like wa- the way he walked. He back was around. definitely uh, there. No, I'm just joking. He was he, he was very good in that. Was, the little girl bowing at the end and the oh yeah, she, oh, yeah. oh of course he saw it. I can't wait until I talk to Jonathan Majors at some point for work and I'm going to tell him how much you hated him. I on didn't SNL. hate him. I just thought that he wasn't very. I'm good. I'm going to tell him. Uh, all right, the next sketch is Man Park. I like Man Park. Man Park was great. I, I really thought liked it was it. really really well done. What did you think, Bradford? That's fine. Off, no, I'm kidding. Was, no, I'm kidding. It was one of the better sketches of the Marvel. Night for sure. Mar- um, Marvel. Marvel. Hey Ben, you work a man's job. Uh, you're the one, the only one of the three of us that work a man's job. You know, you're in that construction. How stuff. dare you? No, no, we we don't do man's work. Uh, ben does. Man it's work. hard man work. Typing out movie news, no. TV news, reviews, editorials. I don't see. I don't see anybody who's not a strong man doing this work. I'm looking at one right now. <laughs> so you ben, don't say that about Nate. <laughs> you, he is your friend. You you work a man's job. Do you say rise and grind in the morning every day to your employees? No. <laughs> and I, will I you a, start? I have a small service based business, and they are we're very blue collar. And in no way, shape, or form have I ever said, "Hey rise guys, you grind. know what? Hey, we're gonna there. Rise and grind, boys." Also, let's be clear: Ben's part in the business is not the blue collar part. <laughs> 
I get my he hands. Has, he has a big desk upstairs in the office, and he's not doing the rise and grind. He's doing the rise and tell what the grinders what to do. <laughs> <laughs> I would never use rise and grind. I mean, I don't even you know should. what that is. What's, you your, what's your customary greeting? Yeah, like uh, how do you get your team going? Sup, fuckers? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's, uh, you know, hey, good morning. Like, I'm fucking a normal person. I say, good morning, guys. How's it going? What'd you do last night? We talk. We have normal conversations. We don't say things like Marvel, 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 Marvel. Well, no normal person says that. That's fair. <laughs> so no. then we like this sketch a lot, but I don't think any of the three of us need a man park. So why do we like it so no, much? I, so it's the idea that like the Marvel part is funny yeah. because of course that is a, a placeholder. The rise and grind is a placeholder. Right? Right. They're all placeholders. But yeah, I guess the, the how do you say that word? colloquialism that you would use yeah. instead of rise and grind you and know like i'm hey, proud of you for using that buddy hey uh you know hey uh hustle till you get there you know uh, grind it out man like let's let's have another good i don't do know you, like, do that, you say get or done hell no but my dad a long time ago said uh he's like gutter done uh, we, we, why don't you get that on t-shirts because it's a gutter business that i own you know what gutter to, done our no. first 10 to 1 podcast it's gonna be gutter done no yep. no so i think that what works with this sketch is like it's it's more so sending up the idea of like these dudes who like don't have anything to do during the day and like need like bro time somewhere, you know. I actually wanted them to get to the park faster once I like thought about the sketch because they there's a big lead up to it and I don't think you get enough time but, okay, no, with but the, with the man at the park. See, but I think that it worked so well because of that. Like when they were talking about my husband rapid fires stuff well in football there's 11 guys and in rugby there's 12 like that was necessary to then no, have no, the oh payoff. no for sure i'm not saying it's not but but i wanted i wanted the sketch to be longer i wanted gotcha. more time at the park basically gotcha. um, uh, do you know why it couldn't be longer because of taylor swift's song <laughs> that's probably true <laughs> so i also like i did like that they did the large breed thing and the small breed thing but they could yeah. have had some more interplay there and like i would have preferred to watch more you know like, yeah. like you said um, yeah, there were some more things they could have done yeah. with the dog park kind of because yeah, the argumentative parallel. stuff like Rick Morty. Rick, okay, that's fine, but like also I don't know any one dude like masculine, nerdy, or otherwise that argues whether Rick or Morty is the better character. <laughs> it's Morty. <laughs> no, uh, no. I mean that's so. Those are they could have gone a little bit deeper into some of that stuff, but honestly, for what it was, a very very good sketch. Yes, absolutely, very yeah. good. Also, uh, I didn't realize this until somebody pointed this out in. Um, I think it was the the SNL superfans group that we're we're a part of now. Um, that that was Sarah Sherman alongside Chloe Fineman in uh, as one of the women in the sketch, but she wasn't like dressed in her wild clothing, oh, sure. and, and she didn't have like her mullet or anything, so she looked completely different than. And I I didn't notice until someone pointed it out. In, as a, I in guess a I wasn't really paying attention to that aspect of it. Yeah. Huh. So the next was the Taylor Swift music that was like 10 minutes. Uh, I, I skip over the musical. Guess yeah, I know you do. You can't at 10 minutes. I mean, you just keep on coming back and it's like she's still singing. <laughs> All right, I, uh, I had to watch this one because I uh, my, my girlfriend, Brittany, is a big Taylor Swift fan. She had uh, just listened to the full album the night before. Uh, I'll say this. I don't hate the T-Swift. Oh, no, I don't I'm either. With, no, no. I'm, I, with, I, I'm actually, with the T-Swift. I, I, I think she's great. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys on the Swift boat veterans for Speaking truth? of the Swift boat, we didn't even mention this in the, the sketch that we already talked about, but she appeared in the Three Sad Virgins sketch and had a great. great part and yeah, actu- great it actually cameo. took the sketch to like a new level of like her singing in her usual way about <laughs> like ragging on them yeah <laughs> yeah which was hilarious yeah. alright I was critical of Weekend Update last week what did you guys think of Weekend Update this week 
That's it was my favorite thing on the show. Yeah, I thought it was it was the, another, and it's only because of the two uh, weekend update characters. They were. What do you two, mean? It's only because I nope, thought Chan and Jost were good. They again were fine this week. They were fine, but they, they were rock stars. I oh yeah, loved, of course. I mean, loved both of those. Hey, I need you to settle down right now. Sorry, man. Right, you I'm can a, like that. You can strongly like them, man. but you only love me. Yeah, get your hand out of your basketball shorts, buddy. It was love at first sight. Ugh. So let's get to Che and Joe's first. You you just like them. You yeah, I mean they, they. It's not so. Their my expectations are very high because they always crush it, and they crushed it this week. They they did a great. First job. of all, I don't think they always crush it. I don't. I didn't think they crushed it last week. You guys did, but I didn't think they crushed it last week. I thought they were okay. I think that their level is always higher than the rest of the Abs- show. Absolutely, they they never do bad, but I don't think they crush it every week. Yeah, I agree. I think they always crush it. Well, no. you're wrong. Yeah, you're definitely wrong. They always crush it. Um, but uh, there was one thing, Brad, as I was watching this, I thought of you with, um, do you know what part that was? I, I don't think so. So there, it, our listeners might not know that Brad tries these crazy things. He likes crazy candy. He likes crazy drinks. He likes trying, trying different things. Mm-hmm. And I thought, Brad's going to try seltzer nog one of these days. Oh, no way. Yeah, I, I need you to I've, try I've seltzer I've had nog. hard seltzer that I thought was going to taste good, <laughs> and I hated it. That's a, that so was I'm, a great joke. So I'm de- yeah, but it, no, do you guys actually, realize actually, no, no. it's real? Seltzer I dis- nog is real. No, it is real, and I actually disagree. I actually think that that, that, that was the worst joke. Of the night, legitimately. If you want to know what it tastes like, throw up in your mouth. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's, it's no, fine. I felt if it, it, it b- before he said the punchline, I knew exactly what it, it was going to be. Something along those lines. It's an easy joke. It's, it's a funny joke. It's still funny, but it's easy. So yeah, I don't care. I don't care. If it, did it make me laugh? Yes. Sarah Sherman, she really got to come out tonight. That was such a great kind of flexing her strengths and her muscles for comedy. Yeah, we've been she waiting for a long time. You know, and by a long time I mean so six episodes now. Good. Yeah, but <laughs> so we, we were young good. then. I mean, it was a long time ago. Yeah, that's true. Ben still had uh, his gutter business and had, <laughs> still what, had a little bit of happened? integrity. And, yeah. But no, uh, yeah, this was like now all of the new featured players this season have had a breakout moment. And yeah, this one was really, really great for her. Just the at first I was put off because it felt like she was doing way too much energy at the top. And I was like, where is this going to go if this is already where you are? But it actually worked as she maintained it the whole way through, and as the the roasting of Joe got more and more ludicrous, well, as it, it the was audience great. becomes accustomed to how she's going to yep. go on to the next yeah. one and expects it, it lands then every time. Yeah, yeah. The, the graphics are brilliant. Uh, yeah, how do you keep coming up with these graphics? Yeah, so I, I just thought, and, and Colin is such a good fall guy for that. Like he just plays such a good, you know, like uh, butt of jokes, yeah. and so kudos to him for that as well. But I, I, I and maybe this is her comedic style i don't know her that well she was fantastic i hope they bring that back again i hope she roasts other people it was so funny i really loved it yeah. Love i it. will i will say it made me wonder if it's something that she can easily do again because it doesn't feel like something that can easily recur because it's just jost yeah it's just it's just like what makes it funny is if she sits next to michael che the next time that's about the only time they'll be able to do it again yeah so i don't know I, i'm not sure if like if they if this can Recur yeah, I don't know. that way. I don't know. I just maybe just her on weekend update would be a good, uh, you know, having her some do some more recurring characters because it, it was one of my favorite things about this yeah, whole episode. It was fantastic. Uh, what about Aristotle? Did oh you guys God. love it? This uh, bit was so, so good. good. First of all, huh. he's so good. He's amazing at doing that robot voice. Yes. So, so this is what I couldn't understand. What, was that just all in his vocal inflections, or was there like a processor under his voice? I don't think so. I think that that's him doing it. Because that. that was amazing. It sounds like him doing <laughs> yes, it. Yes, but it it's was amazing. clearly something I don't he's know worked how on he's done. Yeah. for yeah. a long time and is, is, is very that, good at it. 
you know, some of these guys, when they come to SNL, they bring their their sketches and they bring their ideas that they've been working and, and workshopping for years, uh, just like his uh, the singing one, you know. But anyway, is this something he's been doing for a while? Does anybody know? I didn't look up. I imagine it uh, probably it is. It has yeah, to be. like there's no way that's something that has been honed that well and that he, where he's so good at the voice is well, like that a and, new thing. And also, you know, as you know, you write for yourself, you get on the show. Nobody wrote that for him. Because if they would have written it, they would have been doing it. So the person that wrote it did it. So it's him. So he yep. definitely brought that in. Yep. It was perfect. It was so funny. It's a, you know, it's a, so far. And again, I'm still, I get, I'm still holding my breath for Punky Johnson. I, I'm not dismissing her yet. But it's a great new cast. Yeah. Honestly, three out of the four are really hitting strides right now. Um, you know, and and that's say Punky won't. I, th- I hope she will. But um, really great. Great addition. Really, plus you know, so good. Plus well, the youngest, well, well, so. and Punk, well, Punky's not part of the the new this season. She was on last season. Yeah, it, well, along with Andrew Desmukes. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. So just, it's, honestly, I just don't. I don't remember seeing her that much last season. Was yeah, she she's she's basically last season. She did the same thing that she has been doing this season so far. Where like she yeah, has okay. she doesn't have any memorable characters yet, but she like she does a, make significant appearances in sketches, and she has yeah. she has been funny, but she's not like. She hasn't fully broken out yet. Gotcha. So, like, uh, a character like Andrew uh, has has kind of broken out a little bit more. He's got more more screen time this year for sure. Yeah. Yep. And Punky hasn't. But then, like, somebody like how, – how many years has Ego been on the show? Is it three now? Yeah, I think three. So, like, by her second year, she started to get more. And this year, obviously, they're using her a lot. Yeah. But she really did come into her own, and maybe that could be the, the trajectory of somebody like Punky. Because um, Bo and Yang, you know, has obviously come into his own, even though – this week, not as much uh, th- that it was last week. But well, speaking of Bo and Yang, he was in the next sketch, the Broadway Benefit. Mm-hmm. So, what did you think of yeah. that one? I really like this. I sketch. like that one. I like uh, that one. And it's um, this is. And I don't know if this is intentional, um, but this was kind of a revival of a sketch from Jason Bateman's episode from uh, like December of 2020, I think it was, where they did this outdoor cabaret thing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and it was they were basically playing kind of the same characters but here it was like almost as if it were like the future and they had aged and like mm-hmm. had a career since they were doing that um but yeah the dynamic between cecily strong and bow and yang was great in the sketch and i yeah, i thought jonathan majors was also fantastic in the sketch because like he's he's doing song and dance stuff and he just the energy he had he fit right in with them and so like th- like this this is like one of the reasons where i'm like what do you mean jonathan majors wasn't great in this episode i i, I, I thought th- this was his best this is his best sketch yes i agree this was his best sketch, but I didn't think he was great, though. Well, that's you know a mistake on your part. I know. I'm really. <laughs> he was there. I'm really dumb. No, I. Would you think sketch, of No, no, he was. He was great in the sketch. He was. Um, then the sketch overall, like, yes, they, they, so they said it in you know. Oh, I used to watch this play when I or this you know show when I was a girl. My parents brought me, and that like interplay between Kalmuni and eighty. Yeah. About like, did did they really bring you to this? Like, the 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 fact they got to cut back to that every once in a while kept it grounded in that way and that was uh, it was enough to keep it going for me yeah so do you very think, very solid do you think now that the kids can get vaccinated they just put a bunch of kids in this week's episode <laughs> yeah there, there were a lot of kids there there. so many kids yeah, that's a good question yeah i wonder if that was uh part of it like why they had more showing up this time because it it doesn't seem like that they yeah, it's used... like all of a sudden there was like seven kids in oh episode. also yeah. on the the pete davidson in the red jacket on the sketch you know previously that we talked about strange kid tales a little mm-hmm. bit uh, uh a little bit of david s pumpkins at the end there right where you know tom hanks at the end of that of david yeah. something pops up and it reminded me of that a little bit i don't know what that's worth but did you guys notice after that sketch 
because they they uh they did that thing where like they pull out to a wide shot of like them all right let's move on to the next sketch that pete davidson looked really depressed after doing that no. bit like he like he like he just his shoulders were slouched he just like had such a stoic look on his face like he hated what he just did yeah because <laughs> the, the little girl was upstaging him <laughs> all right next one was a pre-tape it was the pet store ad but the bone thugs in harmony okay i vehemently hated everything about this except what except for uh watching echo dressed up as a man no because it was hilarious here's the thing i think this sketch went on too long for what the premise way was. too long but it was done in such like a dedicated confident way and like i just liked the the idea of them having this commercial that's kind of a music video and singing about bones and no. I, I enjoyed that it aspect of it. I don't think it was all. one of the best sketches of the night. Nope. But I thought everyone did a great job in it, and I liked the I, like what what it brought to the it table as far as the did premise. Nothing for me, and I, I'm like, I, I, I why really, this now? I really wanted this to be funny because I, I was a huge Bone Thugs and Harmony fan. <laughs> yeah, I look at you and I say, that uh, guy loves Bone. I bet you that guy loves I mean, Bone Thugs I, and Harmony. I, I wear it on my face. But, you sit um, there with your legs crossed and your tight jeans yeah, and black socks yeah, and you, you don't know trucker hat. Wait, why are you just sitting here describing what he's? Wearing. Just, just looking so delicious. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this just wasn't very good. Anyway, last sketch of the night. I'm just saying, there's a lot of disrespect going on. This uh, it was okay. It was so, it was okay, fine. well, hold on a second. Um, I'm trying to remember. There definitely was a sketch last year that also featured something that was like, "What? Why are we doing this now? It's ten years old." And well, it's a, first of all, this was the ten to one sketch. This that doesn't just because our podcast is named after that doesn't mean we have to love that. No, it does. That's exactly what it means. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's why like that this sketch is like is is fitting the same vibe of what you're talking about right I'm now. It's like I will have to look up what the thing was though. But th- that one worked. This one didn't. What, what do you remember? What the other no, one was? No, and now that's when it, it's the worst podcast ever. Thanks for doing your research. I know. Thanks for being prepared. Seriously, I've got like pages of research, and Ben <laughs> just walks in here, and I'm like, I don't remember the podcast half the equipment. Set I up, write a nothing. review, and I post it on the <laughs> internet for people words to read on slash something something. Yes, something. <laughs> it is not a great URL. <laughs> We've been we're workshopping a better one. Yeah, someone no. took slashfilm.com from us this week. <laughs> Okay, I, I will tell you the part of the Bone Thugs thing that I really did like. Besides Was it the bone, 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 no, bone. Besides, bone. I, I go dressing up as a man and being awesome. Was he's like, hey, I'm looking for a harness. He's like, no. Like, yeah. That was really funny. Yeah. That got me. See? See, you loved it, didn't you? I didn't love it. You I, love Bone Thugs I Harmony. I really though. liked it. Did you listen to Bone Thugs when you were younger? Uh, he's my, more of a POD My guy. mom would not like me doing that, so I didn't. Really? You know, I worked with a guy, uh, speaking of POD. He got into Bone Thugs and Harmony and went straight to jail. <laughs> he was uh, he was a dad, and, and one of the guys I worked with was his son. And so he came up, and he was we were listening to POD. And he was, oh, you guys uh, listen to that pod? And I was like, oh, I can't tell him it's POD. It's, yep, like the pod. <laughs> like, I uh, couldn't. That too dissimilar to what I do with most names. So anyway, uh, pastor appreciation as a pastor myself. Obviously, this sketch was <laughs> interesting. So, what did you think of the pastor appreciation sketch, Benny? Uh, didn't hate this one. Uh, it was, but it was. I think the 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 saving grace of it, Keenan was great. 
uh, as the guy that <laughs> wouldn't yep. be invited. Why not me? Yeah, no. <laughs> that was, that was, what's the what was the app that he had, but then he didn't have that they were talking about? Like, was and, it and, grinder? It, or no, or any no? of you have the rail rayon? They said some R uh, uh, app, and he was like, "I have it," and she's like, "No, you don't." <laughs> And that was great. Every response that Ego had yeah. to Keenan's yeah. organ player yeah. was, 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 you can sit great. your ass down. Yeah, that was yeah. great. I, I thought that was, yeah, their their dialogue back and forth, their banter was really good, I thought. So. Yeah, it was a it was a very weird sketch, but yeah. I, I didn't mind it. I thought it was it was yeah. fine. I, th- I thought it was, uh, um, I had four sketches that I put in the best part of my You thought there was four best sketches in here. Yeah, so you can eat it. And Didn't this go on this way too long though? No, I I that's there was enough variation with what they were doing and a variety of other characters in the crowd to move around to that it didn't feel like repetitive to me and I actually liked every layer of it and how and like how it continued and how they like were expressing like what why they were doing what they were doing with their marriage and just the the overall like idea of uh, of a pastor and his wife doing this and doing it totally calm oh, and you coolly. guys don't even understand you don't even know <laughs> the a, industry so yeah you they, don't even know as, the culture as a pastor yourself <laughs> did you like this sketch I thought it was hilarious but uh, obviously right you know you, you uh, they set it up so funny right to where it's like you know we can't divorce obviously we're we're church right. folk right um, and I can't kill her you know? <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, so I, I wait. I thought is was, what I have an open marriage? No, you're just cheating on your wife. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So there was just some funny yeah, th- stuff right. in there. I thought it was, you know, and then you know the the, the thirsty parishioners, you know, kind of made mm-hmm. me laugh. And it, I, I just thought Kyle Mooney is like, wait, Kyle a Mooney was I, funny. That's me. There was enough in there. I think it could have been shortened by a minute, probably. But all in all, I thought it was no, one of I my mean, favorite. Thinking back through it now, sketches. I will say that it was better than I even thought originally. Like I'll yeah. go from it was okay, it was fine, good to. It was pretty good, Brandon. I thought it was really good. And I think, again, I thought Jonathan Majors was really good in it, too. Because I thought he did some, some nice, subtle, subtle work as the, as the character. Where he didn't, I just, so I just think maybe it's, because, maybe it's because he played second banana in all of the sketches that he was in. Yeah, and so, the yeah. person that was the other part to it was the standout. So, like, he's, was, he's yeah. does, he does a very good job with Keenan, but Keenan's still the standout. He does a good job with Ego, but she's still the standout. Like I think you could say that about, do, about almost any host, though. I don't know. I mean, a lot of times when it's like somebody really, really, really good, uh, they stand on their own. Yeah, Timberlake stands on his own every time he's on. You know, Timberlake's in another arena though. Like you can't use Timberlake. Christopher no. Walken stands on his own. You, yeah. you can't hey, use you can't Chris, use Timberlake. You can't use Timberlake. You can't use Timberlake. You can't. I can do whatever I want. You can't use Timberlake as like your level of like this is this is how all SNL hosts should be. And like, sure, in a perfect world, Even, but no, like Remy Malik. Remy Malik did, did great on his own. Yeah, buddy. What about Peter that? Dinklage? Buddy crushes it. Peter on his own. Dinklage, buddy. Chris Hemsworth crushes it on his own. He's, he's silent. He doesn't know what to say now. Yeah, see? I've named five people now. And he's no, like, I'm no. just waiting for this bullshit to end. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the end of the podcast, so. <laughs> All right. Hey, that is the end of the sketches. Now we got to get into our, our, our weekly feature here, our best sketch of the night. I'll start with you, Brad. What did you think it was? Oh my! It was like I said before. It was uh, please don't destroy their three said virgins one. It was yep. it was the, it was the best for sure. Uh, the the song was even catchy. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I was I was humming it. So uh, Benny, what do you think? Uh, I think Man Park. Really, I really, really. Now that I'm like going back through everything in my head, 
I try not to pre-write this stuff, guys. I pri- I, pri- I try not Me to. Me too. I could tell. No, I could <laughs> tell. I could tell. But no, I think that after thinking it through again, Man Park was it was a stand-up because it was I hadn't seen that uh, something like that before from them, so I liked it. Yeah. I would argue that even when the words are coming out of your mouth, you're not prepared. Not really. <laughs> You kind of like walk into the sentence and decide where you're going to go from there. Yeah, right? sometimes I think. It's a very Michael Scott thing. Sometimes I just start talking and I just let yeah. <laughs> the words just horse, guide me. Horses are fun. Good. So. Uh, I, I'm going to go with Brad on this one. I thought the uh, three set versions was the best. I, that that one stuck with me. I just thought it was uh, genius writing. It was it, Also, it's not easy to write a catchy song, you know, like to, to, to actually go with everything. Yeah, it exactly. Was, it was catchy. It was good. All right, MVP of the episode, who would you say? So I gave it to Sarah Sherman and Aristotle Atari for their weekend update appearances. Cause I can thought you do that, that, though? I can, because I can do whatever the fuck I want. It's my review. <sighs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I think it's a, it's a nine-way tie between guys, here's the following people. There was one time. There was one time that he's getting more and more attitude every episode? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's aggressive. There was one time where I gave it to the entire cast. That's that's you just don't. You just don't. Dumb. You just. You wake up some days and you choose violence. Trophy. Everyone gets a trophy in bad. No, it was. World. A, it was actually because it was more of like a solidarity thing because it was the first uh, SNL at home episode they did, and, oh, I, and I was more like a. You know what? Like, great, hey, jo- great job, everybody for here, COVID. for doing a show no, no, back no. at home. Is this like when time? You're that Pastor Nate Laux, unsympathetic <laughs> to those with COVID did and you, the struggle that everyone went hey, through. No, wait, did you just Ben has COVID right now? So did you just do what Time Magazine did with the person of the year is you? No, it's you. He did. He did. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah, no, he I did. didn't. Yeah, Jackass. You did. You're wow. Yourself. You know what? All right. You don't even. Who was your MVP? Nate. Sarah Sherman was my MVP because I just thought she really came out well in that. I I got to see a a form of her and like a side of her comedic skills that I hadn't seen yet. So I gave her the MVP of this. What about you? No, I uh, making up on the spot right now. I think I'm gonna go with. I w- I didn't pick Sarah and Aristotle because MVP means most valuable cast member person that's yeah. not what mvp stands for at all i person. know but but like most valuable person person they're both, person. They're both people singular they're both people not people they're both so, people ben go ahead uh punky johnson <laughs> no. <laughs> who just learned tonight wasn't or was on the cast last year <laughs> oh, yeah, no. that's how that's so how good i am so uh no let's see i think this is great radio we're not on the radio brad oh shit uh aristotle See, so it could have been both. So we just split. You <laughs> yeah, we made a bold choice, and you were like mm, both. So I can't decide. I don't yeah, know. you know, you know why? Because I wanted to give praise to two deserving comedians. All right. Oh, hey, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna have Brad introduce the next week's episode because I don't think I'll pronounce it right. Because it's I called never Saturday do. Night Live. So who's on next week? Sam Jackson. <laughs> 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 no, it's another Marvel Cinematic Universe star. Uh, his name is Simu Liu, and he is the star of Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Following in the footsteps of Jonathan Majors as a, a new, young, up-and-coming Marvel star, taking taking the hosting job at SNL. And I'm going to say I'm not excited because I was so excited for Jonathan Majors, and I was a little bit let down. So if I go in... We were pretty hard on Jonathan Majors. Yeah, no, I get I love Jonathan Majors. I, I truly believe he's one of the best actor, Listen, I don't, actors out right now. But. I don't like to insult you guys. For the most part, I was gonna say when that's simply not when. True. That was that more simply not. I true. looked at Ben, but that was more for Nate. <laughs> yeah, say, that is just not true. Yeah. And what I want to say is that you guys were righteous pricks when it comes to talking about Jonathan Majors. <laughs> we were not righteous pricks. We just you expect know, more. Unlike Mr. Critic. 
we just don't feel the pressure to say we like everything. All right. Yeah. Who's Mr. Critic? You. Nah, that's not me. <laughs> okay, I got a bunch of nacho chips from the studio, so I better like the Jurassic Park movies. Hey, uh, Ben. What? <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. Hey, before we lose all of our listeners, because I know everyone's still with us, tell us, tell them where they can find us at online. Guys, I don't know. <laughs> They already found us. What are we even bothering for? Hey, we got a Facebook page. We got a Facebook page. We do. Oh, shoot. Yes, we do. Guys, the 10 to 1 podcast can be found on Facebook. Yes. And you also, you can write us an email. Yes. Honestly, you can. Yeah. Brad, would... what is that email address? It's 10 to 1 something. It is the number yeah, 10 like to 1. Like, like, like the number 10, the number 2, and the number 1? I'm not going to lie. I forgot what the email is. <laughs> Hey, send us a Facebook message. Just go yeah. to our Facebook page. Send us a Facebook message. I'm not going to lie. I forgot what our email address is. None of us This know. is. Because well, Brad set it up and it's like 10.1.10. No, no, no. It's like, a, it's like a binary code. There's a Roman numeral in there. <laughs> yeah. I think, and it's definitely not a V. I think it's SNL. No, <laughs> it's not. Don't even try. No, no, don't I, even I think it's SNL 10 to 1 podcast at gmail.com. I don't think it is. It's with the, with the, the numbers where they're supposed with to be. With nine hashtags dispersed through it. But anyway. You Brad can't have Firth. an email address with hashtags. No. You don't know anything about typing. Bradford, is there anything else that our listeners need to know before we end this episode? Uh, check me out on Twitter at Ethan underscore Anderton. Check out SlashFilm.com where I review new episodes of SNL before we record these podcasts. And Ben and Nate steal my ideas and my criticisms. About I the, don't read the your reviews. I never have and I never will. And you know that. I'm not going to tell you Ben's Twitter because it's just trash. You know, it's at Ken Bonowitz. I thought it was clever when I did it. It's not. What's one of the jokes you did the other day that was real stupid? Uh, Never mind. It was all of them. I Nate, said, what's your Twitter? I said that um, I, I said I stand autocorrected, but then I misspelled stand. It's more of a, a visual joke. You got to read it. Anyway, find me online at <laughs> Nate Lauks. It's N-A-T-E-L-O-U-C-K-S. I'd love to have you on my Twitter page where I tweet out all kinds of hot takes about Ben. It's um, true. It's very true. Anyway, um, also like the podcast, subscribe to it, give us a rating, Five stars share this if you message please. if you can. We'd love Comment, having you. Comment. Tell us yeah. what you like, what Again, you don't like. We, uh, we'd love to increase the community here around SNL fans. That's all we are is we're just big fans, and we'd love to have you along on this journey. So, hey, we'll be back next week. New episode, same time, same place. Keep listening. Thanks for listening to the 10 to 1 podcast.